Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to First Run Bald Movies. Tonight, we're talking about The Green Knight, the latest film directed by David Lowery. Uh, who has done a lot of well-regarded films that I've not seen. Ain't Them Body Saints. Uh, Pete's Dragon, which is one of those things up there with Paddington. It's like, oh, it's an, I know it's a kid's film, but it's it's really fucking good. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Mm. It stars Dev Patel, who you probably know from Slumdog Millionaire, The Last Airbender, and Alicia Vikander, uh, who we've seen in Ex Machina. Uh, I've seen in The Danish Girl. I think you've seen Tomb Raider. The, the I have new, not um, seen the new one, no. So, Jim, what did you think of this here modern retelling of an ancient uh, Arthurian legend of Sir Garwin the Gr- and, and the Green Knight? Garwin? I always Garwin. pronounce this Gawain. 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 I always pronounce it Gawain, but too, but it's Gawain. 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 <laughs> Gawain. It's, yeah. uh, it, so what, let me set the stage here, because we covered Excalibur. Not too long ago, like a year ago, it's a couple, I think right before the season eight of Game of Thrones. Oh, crap, that's like 100 kinda. years ago. All right. So it's two been a years while. ago. Yeah. Um, and, and I had a little <laughs> trouble remembering like the mainline Arthurian legend stuff, because uh, look, I'm American. The Arthurian sure. legend did not come across the boats uh, with the pilgrims. We fought so. a whole world war, so we didn't have to <laughs> fucking care about kings and their shit. It's true. Uh, so it doesn't like super appeal to me in the first place, although I liked Excalibur, mostly. Um, it, it, and, and I would not say that this has nothing in common with Excalibur, but it is a very different movie from Excalibur, and I knew nothing about the Green Knight or Gawain going into this movie. Um, I, I don't even think he's a titular Green Knight. I think no, there is the a Green, Green Knight, Knight is in actually this. the is this the tree monster. Yeah, apparently. yeah, yeah. Uh, that you see in the trailers, and so I didn't know anything going into it, and I'm like not sure what to expect. And I watched the trailer, and I'm like, okay, this looks interesting. It looks like they're doing some really cool stuff visually. It it's got an actor who I, I do like, Dev Patel. Um, I, I haven't seen him in like a ton of stuff that I really loved, other than Slumdog. Right. Because mm-hmm. Last Airbender sucked, obviously. And I thought, mm-hmm. okay, uh, this could be good. Uh, and then I sat down and I watched this movie and I did not like it. Oh my God. If, if you, here's the thing if you've heard me review anything like, uh, it, it, you know, I was thinking about it on the way home. I, this might be why I like, don't like Mandy, because this movie leans so heavily on atmosphere mm-hmm. that. It's it's too much. It's too much. The pacing is glacial. It's like uh, Blade Runner 2049. It has that glacial sort of pacing, although there's more going on in Blade Runner than there is in this. I can tell you that. Uh, And I just found myself it it, it was hilarious because I listened to the audience some of the time because what the fuck else was there to do during this movie? Uh, (laughs) And so I was listening to the audience and literally everyone around me, whenever there would be like another scene cut, and they would go to a scene where you could tell it was going to be another one of those scenes. 
they'd mm-hmm. go <sighs> like un, unfailingly every, every scene that that happened I, I could tell the audience was antsy i was antsy this is an art house film if you don't expect an art house film going in you're going to be very disappointed yeah, I, I took the liberty of writing. I, I could have written my uh, co-host review. Yes. Here. I took the liberty of actually writing down a note about uh, <laughs> what I thought Jim would think of this movie. I thought he would cite David Lynchian bullshit. I, I said uh, that to which, Alex on the way home. I okay, was like, you know, I this is pretty close like, to like, yeah, I, I, I had the bingo card. I was waiting for <laughs> David Lynch bullshit to come out. Um, so, but here's the thing: what what uh, my, what my friend says here is is, is all true. It's true. If, um, if you like the same and, and type the reason, of movies I like, you're probably not going to like this movie. So, and, and the reason we're putting this in prestige because you, you know, obviously there's a tree monster. This is there's there's magic and witchcraft. Um, I I I and I I usually take a hard line of like, well, if it's got a fucking robot, I, if it's I don't right. care if it's X Machina, it's in. But like, I saw so many kids coming out of this movie who had seen this trailer at Comic Con as when expecting MCU King Arthur shit, and they were bitterly disappointed that I <laughs> it actually changed my mind. Because if you do not like this David Lynch type of like really absorbing meditation on a theme that's reinforced like a fucking tesseract with visual imagery that completely uh, augments the 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 almost spiritual storytelling they're saying here um then this is this get the fuck out of here this is a terrible movie you don't like it um however if you do like the david lynchian bullshit if you if you liked uh twin peaks like this is very much like Kind of a medieval Twin Peaks with an aesthetic kind of like The Witch. Uh, um, yeah, it's got the A twenty four quality. Like you can, you know, it's it's already pre Criterion Blu ray before it even escaped the the labs. Um, it's it's just immaculate in in its look and its sound design. Um, and I I really liked it. Um, in fact. I wow. thought I had a whole theory of the movie a couple of times and the movie kept fucking subverting it. I thought like I had a whole th- model of the movie about like, oh, this is about uh, imposter complex and what that's like and how it can tear down good things and the tension between, you know, why can't we just settle for being good rather than being great? You know, what's a and then it just completely it com- completely transformed again in the last 10 or 15 minutes. And like, I'm like, shit. Well, I've got to complain. We'll talk about that in the spoiler section, but, but I, I, yeah, I liked it and it's, it was worth the price of admission just for the visuals. My one critique, I felt like this movie didn't hold its frame. I felt like this movie laughed at itself a a couple of times um, and was tried to put in some humor, but, and, and I don't think it (laughs) suited it. I think this movie should have been deadly serious the entire time. Yeah. But also, this wasn't because there was a lot of kids expecting Tony Stark type shit in this uh, art house film. I don't know. This was not a very respectful audience. Um, I remember when I saw a tale or uh, of mice and men at the Indiana Repertory Theater when I was in seventh grade because I was in one of those annoying advanced English classes and they decided they were going to take all these kids out to get culture. And we were with like 20 other high schools watching this thing. And if you haven't seen uh, of Mice and Men, it, it ends in a, just a gut wrenching tragedy. And while that was unfolding as a shot, a single shot ran out in the theater and the thing cred- like, like half the kids laughed in hilarity. 
because they weren't paying a fucking attention. Yeah. And they weren't really letting the spell hit them. And I think that's like a lot of it's like a lot of the laughter and the the inappropriate laughter and the sighing. Um, it, it, I, I, it, it fucked with me because I couldn't tell at some points like um, uh, this is spoiler free, but there's a, a line delivered. Why would you ask me that question? Which I thought was like just a, like a, a fairly awesome and earnest line, but it was taken as like a comedy thing mm-hmm. like like uh oh uh there's some banter going on between this character and this other character and I, there are a couple of times i'm like well the movie didn't intend that and this audience has got their head up their ass but so but but my takeaway is there's a the, the tonal shifts and you know that's my big bugaboo jim doesn't like the david lynch shit i don't like tonal clashes there's mm-hmm. some tonal clash in this movie that i thought should have been cleaned up um gotcha but yeah i i, I want to watch this movie two or three more times to kind of figure out what i think it's about um, i've got an idea of what i think it's about like i, I was following it. it's just man i wish they would have gotten to the point I, I could trim like 40 minutes out of this movie and be yeah. mostly happy with it um it's just when they you take think- their time on stuff that i'm like come on just get through this <laughs> What's the through line that you think of the what? what is the the message here? I think it's like life is too short uh, to or well, life life is a bitch and then you die is essentially what it is. Get used to that fact. And there's also this idea of like honor being a lifelong sort of task, not a thing hmm. one in some feat of bravery in a single moment. Hmm. I, I thought it was like even um more of just a a coming of age story of uh, uh, a, a boy going out to search for what it means to be a man and realize mm-hmm. he's been living it the whole time. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah, there's definitely the honor and courage, um, but that's kind of like, you know, the, 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 the self-discovery. Um, it's, it's shocking. Sure. Simple. It's simple. It reminded, in fact, like, uh, you yes. know, I was driving home and like, this is this remind I have talked about this a couple of times, like right? uh, Robert Bly's Iron John and this whole mythopoetic men's movement that happened back in the 70s and 80s where people are trying to reconstruct what it meant to be masculine and like is all masculinity bad or is there suck up? And this is like, um, you know, a deal facing your own fear of the other fear of death, stuff like that, like in, in this kind of um, empathetic, open hearted way um reminded me a lot of that and like if you can get a hold of that there's a lot of like rich metaphors i i found very like like i said i want to see this a couple more times just to reflect on it and see how i i I feel because the movie did make me feel a lot and again it was also very beautiful and the movie kind of pulled the rug out from underneath me because i thought i knew where it's going and kind of zigged at the end so um like i said this is this is a this is capital p prestige film uh, unfortunately, I think a lot yeah. of people uh, went in there expecting, uh, you know, Comic Con highlight reel, and they got uh, the hard, hard A twenty four art house film. Yeah, uh, just not a fan of these type of movies. Yeah, and I knew it, man. Like I, I it's like a third of the way in. I like, no, this is just, this is just that uh, <laughs> yeah, Jim's going to fucking gonna hate like this. It. And if he, and in fact, it's, if you, if if you'd have said, oh, I loved it, I'd been like, okay, then we. Are you sure you hate David Lynch? Because this is such a fuck. Yeah. All right. Hey, I like the Elephant Man. <laughs> That's true. It's which the is least the Lynchian least Lynch Lynchian thing he's ever done. <laughs> uh, I, I will say I, I was thinking about like why do I like movies like The Witch and movies like Lighthouse which has a fair bit in common with a movie like this 
Um, and you mentioned the witch being a 24. It's got that aesthetic and that. Yep. That feel right. Um, this too I, is I a like it in horror film. movies. What's that? Yeah. I, I was going to say it's the horror thing. You it, are fascinated because horror, by horror is all about atmosphere. And it, like when I'm, I don't know, I, I associate like creating an atmosphere with a horror film and this movie tries to create an atmosphere, but it's not horror. It's, oh, not it's really. trying to say something with the atmosphere, not uh-huh. just make you feel a thing. And I don't know what it's trying to say with atmosphere because mm. this movie is the 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 bones, the meat, the hair, the teeth. Everything about this movie is atmosphere for yeah. like 90 percent of it. And and there, like you said, there is a very small amount of this movie that is actual story or that is actually delivering a punchline of a message. Mm. Um. And to me, like I could do without the other 90%. Like show, I, I very much like plot driven movies and this is not one of those, but in yeah. the case of like the lighthouse, yeah, yeah, it's just sure. so fascinating to watch these two characters go at each other. There's a lot of dialogue in the lighthouse. Um, there's a lot of like, you know, dynamics going on between these two people. And this movie doesn't have like those dynamics. It's just atmosphere. Well, it's funny. Cause it's like, I feel like I want to say I feel like I'm talking to a guy who I explained the concept of horror film. He's like, well, so you're just supposed to be afraid. I like I mean, yeah, uh-huh. like it's uh, the, there is conflict there to cycle. And I think that's the other thing about the other format, like um, uh, the the lighthouse and, and uh, the witch uh, is very psychological. You know, like most of the parts of the film, you're like, well, that could just be the person being crazy. Whereas there's just no shit magic here. And then if something happens at the halfway point of the film where you literally can write off the second half of the movie as being a complete fantasy. If, if you wanted to, the movie gives you that kind of out. Um, so I think yeah. that's, a, that's, that's tough, but also like the conflicts there is just all inner it's, it's man versus himself. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's like, like a uh, horror, like you, some movies create an atmosphere to make you feel fear and dread. And some movies create an atmosphere, I think to make you like self reflect and like ponder morality and ethics. And like, yeah, I like to do that. That's not your thing, man. Yeah. I like to do that through dialogue and, and actual conflict, not like atmosphere. And so that's just not how I process movies. But I I think a lot of people will love this movie. It's, it's right up that cinema kind of line. And and the critics are really loving it because they like this the, that shit that's weird and subversive. Um, was, I know that like you, you mentioned that you you had you thought that this is going to be like a forty percent audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. No, I, I thought actually it thought it was so going to be sixty. I I told uh, Alexis on the way home. I bet the critics say oh, this is about ninety percent, and the uh-huh. audience says it's about sixty. Turns out it's like ninety three percent on critics, so it's pretty close. But forty okay. percent on audience so far. Okay, well there you go. That's uh, that's what I was expecting. I, I got those numbers transposed because I'm like, well, okay, there's the yeah. audience is actually high. But no, I think a lot of people saw this trailer and this looked yep. like. It had that like kind of slick kind of MCU look, and they didn't see the A twenty four. Not familiar. And and but, you know, hell, if an art house film makes one hundred million dollars on an opening. But it's not. That's the other thing is like this movie didn't get a wide release. It's only shown in 2000 screens. This is the only theater that it was playing in in this particular or the only screen it was playing on in this particular theater. uh, Yeah. And there's only a couple. Yeah. There's only a couple other. It's it's crazy. You know, we're used to seeing stuff that's opening up on like 8000 screens. And this is a a quarter of that. So like. 
I don't know why they market it. I don't know why they marketed it through the, you know, or, or, but on the other hand, like the millennials and Gen Xers are growing up and, and, uh, some problem. And I, I don't, this seems like I'm talking down to people. It's like, you know, if you like Marvel and you don't like this thing, it's like, you know, hell, I'm best friends with this asshole and he hates this <laughs> shit too. It's, yeah. I don't think they're, they're stupid. It's just, it's, it's a taste thing. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's, it's, it might, it is interesting to see a 24, maybe like throw out that little line to see if they can catch some, you know, baby's first <sighs> prestige film type of thing. But that's, I don't know. I don't think that's how you do it is the bait and switch. I think you got to bait and hook and like, Give, I will say that, like, the they want. yeah, I mean, I, I think the trailer should have shown people what they were in for. Yeah. But but I, I don't know. Um, So do you want to talk? Do you have anything else to say or do you want to talk about trailers? Because there's a couple fucking really good trailers I haven't seen. I before. was shocked how many good trailers there were. Yeah, let's do yeah. that. Yeah. And, and it's like it's one of those things where like the buckle in the back half of this year is going to be fucking loaded. <laughs> we're not going to get to hardly any of it because like some of the stuff is stacked on top of each other. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, first up, I don't know when this movie comes out, but I want to see it. Candyman. Yes. Uh, that looks starring, so good, uh, man. Yaya Abdul-Mateen, Dr. Manhattan from the recent HBO The Watchmen series. This movie just screams quality. Yeah. Like, this movie looks like Candyman has no right looking this fucking cool and badass and scary. Right. Uh, holy shit. I couldn't believe it. Um, you know, I've, I've heard, I've not seen Candyman cause it's one of those scary movies I didn't, I didn't watch, but like, you know, I've, I've heard the reputation stuff. Um, this looks like someone's just taking it very seriously and like leaning into like what's scary about it mm-hmm. and adding some, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to, uh, see this film. Uh, I hope we can make it a bald movie, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll um, see. Jackass Forever. Oh, did you know the screenplay was at least partially written by Jordan Peele? I knew he was a producer. I knew he was the executive producer, but I did not know that. He's got um, a screenplay credit along with a few other people. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's uh, this. Uh, uh, Nia DaCosta is like a really rising star. She's like done like two films and then Marvel, uh, Marvel flipped her the keys to the Marvel. Um, she's only 31. She's like the youngest person. It's, it's like these, these people are just rocketing the, the fame and why not? Like, look at this, look at this trailer. If the movie's half as right. good as the trailer, holy hell. Yeah. Um, Jackass forever in a different direction. 
I never really liked Jackass, and I always thought it was stupid. But this trailer, I don't something about them all being old fuck, like five years older than me. Yeah, and still taking shots to the dick and launching themselves out of cannons and getting gored by bulls. Like it's kind of impressive. Sure. Like when Jack Palance came out that one Oscar and did like fifteen push-ups on the stage at eighty. It's like just like you know, fuck. It's 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 a stunt. Um, I, I'm not going to watch this in the theaters, but I probably no. will check it out when it, when it hits HBO max or whatever. I haven't watched a jackass since it was on TV. So probably yeah. not going to see this. Uh, what do we make of the last duel? I this medieval fairy tale starring Ben Affleck, <laughs> Matt Damon, reuniting goodwill hunting uh-huh. and Adam driver. Adam driver uh, I I have no like I have no idea. This looks like this looks like it be, could be one of those movies that like ruin people. Like uh, y- 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 um, like what's that? Like Ishtar? Uh, these 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 boondoggles that people every once in a while get into. Um, because like I don't. This looks very interesting, but I don't see how it can possibly be good. It's about a bunch of dirty, sweaty knights punching <laughs> themselves about over a lady. Yeah, that's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. As far as the trailers can, it is. Concerned. Yeah, one of them accuses the other of laying with their woman, and then there's a fight for like the ben, whole movie. Ben Affleck's old timey accent is really rough. His it's blonde, like fucking some stupid, Kevin Smith type shit. Blonde, blonde monk hair. I don't know what he's got going on. Uh, yeah, but it's I, yeah, terrifying. I, I'm. I want to see this movie, but I am deeply, deeply skeptical of this movie. Yeah. Um, we'll see, but it's, it should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the protege, this is a movie coming out in a packed and loaded August, uh, it stars, uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Maggie Q. This is uh, another lady badass, uh, uh, in the, in the mold of, uh, uh, you know, atomic blonde and Laura Croft and, um, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> she's a, she's a spy. She's, she's Aeon flux. Uh, what are you? What are you it's, trying to say here? Oh, it's got uh, also Mike uh, Michael Keaton, who is prominently featured. It's one of those old guys being a oh, badass right. too, like Taken or something. No, Mister Nobody, whatever it is. Yeah, what a um, what an interesting late stage resurgence of Keaton. Yeah, uh, back to being even a bigger badass than he was when he's Batman. Uh, my God, there's a that guy we'll have to revisit the with the badass scale at some point. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. Um, so it's that's from, like that's the producers been... of John Wick. Is that right as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a whole bunch of I was writing that shit frantically. That comes out in August. I don't think we're gonna be able to see it um, just because August is packed. Um, but we might we might catch up to it at some point and, and talk about it on a uh, off the clock. Here's another one I'm excited for: Naked Singularity. This is directed by Chase Palmer, which I haven't seen anything, but he's always talked about as one of those directors to watch. It stars John Boyega. It's based on a best-selling uh, novel. It's also got Olivia Cook. If you're interested in seeing a preview of uh, maybe her and uh, Dan- uh, the House of the Dragon uh, coming out to the Game of Thrones spinoff next year, Ed Skeen. It's about something that, like it feels like a, a John Grisham novel, but then I think it takes a very hard turn to sci-fi cyberpunk. Uh, but yeah, if it doesn't, the name is terrible, but I think it does. Um, there, there's like a superhero kind of, yeah, yeah, like cosmic but, but, bent to it. 
it felt like the Matrix movie or trailer, except for imagine if um, all you saw was the 1999 version of the Matrix and like maybe five seconds of Trinity pulling out a katana. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so restrained in how much it shows of the I think sci-fi part of this. Yeah, I mean it, it only kinda, hints at it with a couple effects shots, right? It's yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, the yeah. barest bones of sci-fi stuff in that trailer, but I think that's what it is, which it I'm looks in good. for. It. it looks really slick. It looks really exciting. Um, it looks like it's going to have some some stuff to say about the criminal justice system, too. So I'm pretty excited about that. On the other scale of trailers is Reminisce, which Reminiscence, is a sci-fi. Reminiscence, is that it? Is yeah. it? It stars Hugh Jackman, and I can't remember this lady that I've seen in a bunch of stuff. Oh, she played the head like vampire steam vampire and that uh dr sleep tandy top Newton. hat no she does have it, her in it but, too yeah and isn't this uh um uh uh shit who's the 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 uh co-writer co-creator of um oh lisa Westworld? joy yeah lisa joy this is a uh, wrote and directed this thing and this is sci-fi as fuck and it just beats you about the head and shoulders with it and i'm not interested yeah. in this at all this movie looks like claptrap and if i hear it's good then i will i'm i'm i definitely will change my mind because i like the people attached to it it's just i i i'm too far into wet i'm i'm too far i'm too leveraged into westworld to put up with any more of this horseshit until i know it's going to pay off okay you know it's a movie i'm more inclined to give it the benefit of the doubt because it's like a one and done movie but still you know i feel like let me let me let me pay off the payments on this other car before i fucking (laughs) sign another another one flip me the keys i'll jump in uh and then finally a movie that might be too david lynchian for you to even contemplate but it lamb yeah this looks super interesting but also i know it's gonna be one of those movies it's foreign there's no no, it's it's all subtitles it's all weird sweet scandinavian shit it's true I was wondering. I, I got you guys to gotta know see this why trailer. she's holding the lamb's hand and it's wearing a coat and it's walking like a child. I have to I know. Think it's, I think it's a baby with a lamb head. Oh, it's an immaculate lamb God. baby conception. Yeah, no, it's going to be fucking weird. Uh, I don't I can't even imagine. I watched two and a half minutes of this trailer and I have no idea what the hell it's going to be about or trying to say. Um, but I'm definitely going to see it. I'm yeah. I'm eager, excited to see it. It's only an hour um, 46, so, you yeah, know, if it is that's some something. Lynchian bullshit, it's less to sit through. Uh, so that's our trailer talk, and that is going to be it for the evening, unless you are a club member or patron, and then, in which case, welcome on to the spoiler section. Uh, if you are not a patron and a club member, well, shit, what are you waiting for? Get the ad-free feeds, get the, uh, the premium content, like our spoiler First run movie reviews, uh, lunch with Jim and Aaron off the clock where we talk about all the stuff that we don't have time to talk about on a full podcast. Tons. And, and did I mention ad free feeds too. mention uh, again. T- tons of stuff at support.baldmove.com. All right, let's get into the spoilers. <laughs> 